This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. 
fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. Come on, shut up. Uh, it's episode 65, season 10 of the Fighting Con podcast, joined online by Ricky and Flonius Phil. How are you doing, boys? What's up? Good, good. Oh, yeah, I'm happy about fine. Are you, are you happy, just generally in your life? I'm all right. Oh, I so, yeah. What's going on, T? What, what, don't, there's got to be more to it than that. Oh, I'm just, just hungover. And I'm, you are, I'm you are hungover. Be, I'm not being hungover all year. I don't, I don't really drink. Like that anymore because what why are you hung over um because i went to tottenham on saturday met a few of my friends and had a little nosy at the at the protest so i'll probably fill you guys in on that a little later on not a nose good. up it's a, there's a, a significant difference what do you mean <laughs> you had a nosy you didn't have a nose up that's what i'm saying i'm asking did you what does a nose up mean uh just shoveling loads of primo mozam up your nose <laughs> I wish, I wish, but not 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 last Saturday. Okay, good. Uh, we are going to come on to the process. Before we got to do that, Ricky, um, you've got a little. This is something you came up with, and um, yeah. in, and you 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 know, I I love it. I absolutely love the idea. So just tell us a bit more about what you've come up with and what we're talking about right now. So basically, um, if you're on Instagram, go over to the Fighting Cock. You'll find us. You'll see the blue logo. Um, come give us a follow. And the very first uh, post that you'll see will be, um, it's a blue graphic and it's called Why I'm Tottenham. So that's going to be the hashtag Why I'm Tottenham. And it's, we're trying to kind of document people's journeys on how they became a Spurs fan. So all you need to do is you need to post a photo or a video. You need to use the hashtag Why I'm Tottenham and you need to at the fighting cock. And then give us a little write-up about how you found our great club and what, what it was your um, your journey. So there's like loads of people where their older brother forced them to support Tottenham. Uh, like myself, it's in my family, runs in our blood. That's why I support Tottenham. And there are other people that have got some really quirky stories out there about how they uh, how they found the club. And we just want to document, uh, document it on um, Instagram. So I just want to say a big shout-out to Phil Mayo, you 5000 and Alan Faulkner because they've got their posts up already and they've got some quality stories in there. And so when, when they send their posts in, their, their stories in, how, 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 how are they going to be displayed? What, what are we can do with them? So what we're going to do is every Friday, we're going to pick the best ones and we're going to regram them and feature them on the Fighting Cox Instagram account. So yeah. um, you, you'll have your little stories up there and uh, yeah, little, loads little, of people will see it. Don't say have, have your little stories up there. Some of them are quite significant, right, Rick? Your little story. Well, okay. Have your little yeah, stories, right. Ed. Do you remember when you lost your virginity? Let's, let's have a little chat about when you lost your virginity. It's not that, is it? Well, uh, yeah, that's quite significant if you lose your virginity <laughs> and you're posting it on Instagram. Would you, would, would you, you right now? No, uh, God, no. I, I can't think of what if I was posting my virginity, it'd be like um, I, I had sex with the the bird twice, and uh, I, I told her previously that she that I'd I'd had sex with two other women, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember her reaction was, "Is that it?" Uh, yeah, so you, yeah, we won't do that to you on on, on Instagram, but. Uh, T, you 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 um you found Tottenham in a different way to us because we we had our parents and um you know 
mates and whatever around you. You, you came to, you, to find Tottenham in a different way, didn't you? Yeah, um, a bit more arbitrary. Um, just liked Glenn Hoddle and how he played. I liked the kits and I liked the, the team name. You know, I was, I was nine years old at this time. Toddles last season at Spurs, and um, I just fell in love with them ever since. You know, me being contrary as I as I am now, didn't support Liverpool, who were uh, the big, most successful club at the time. And also, my brother supported Liverpool, but he never forced me to support Liverpool, so I went for a London team. And how, how much older was your brother than you? Because could he have forced uh, you? Could he have done? Yes, four, 14 years older. So he could have done. He could have put you in an armbar. Easy, yeah. And I wouldn't have tapped either, so I would have, would have had one arm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah, my my uh, foundations in Tottenham is, yeah, my parents, my brothers. I'm well, not my parents, my mum doesn't give a solitary fuck. She, she, if, if she supported anyone, it'd be Birmingham City. So that's how irrelevant my mum was in terms of <laughs> um, my foundations in football. But my dad, you know, it was, it was like the be-all and end-all was Tottenham. But we, when I was a kid... Growing up, it was there was nothing else of significance other than the, um, you know, just the general sort of living inside of a house in a, a working class family in in North London. But other than that, the most important thing was was Spurs. And um, yeah, it was it, it's interesting to talk about and to talk to other people about it. And that's why I, I kind of um, I really rate this what you're doing, Rick. Because nice uh, one. it's a fantastic thing to find out how, how people follow our lovely football club. So if they can do, if they approach us on Instagram, hashtag why I'm Tottenham, um, Fridays, we post that shit out, right? Yeah, mate. Yeah. So, all you got, yeah, just if um, if you want to go and have a look closer, yeah, just head over to our Instagram and it'll be the blue. There's a blue graphic that says um, we want your journeys and the hashtag why I'm Tottenham. And you can read under there how you, how you can get involved or just click on the hashtag and read other people's stories as well. Easy. We've got a little video coming out as well, Rick, haven't we? Yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, uh, wait, uh, so Ricky's into social media and I'm, I, I don't understand it as well as he does. But we're currently having a little argument about when, when it should come out. So should it come out tomorrow or, or Wednesday? Rick, you say Wednesday, right? I would say uh, Wednesday game day. I didn't know what we having an argument. I haven't checked my WhatsApp. Are you, I've, been uh, few, yeah. I've been punching my phone. I've been punch, I've not been posting anything. Just been punching my phone, thinking what is this, who's he mucking? Are you mucking me off? That's what I felt. Um, <laughs> well, that is no, there's no arguments at all. But we are we are putting out a, a, a what we think is a a good uh, a vid, a video that sort of um, sort of picks up on on what. It's been like not being able to follow our club in the in the flesh, like going to the games, being with your mates. So it's fifty seconds long. If you want to check it out, have a look on uh, Love the Shirt, and um, hopefully it resonates. Anyway, um, T, you went down to Tottenham on Saturday. We'd all planned to to meet up there, but uh, for yeah. various reasons, not all of us could, could end up going there. But what, what did you make of the protests in uh, White Hart Lane on, on, on Tottenham High Road? I mean, I got there about probably about an hour after it started, so Brilliant. it was just um, so I was at <laughs> I was at a vantage point. So I wasn't like in and amongst it. So um, and you know they're sing, singing a few songs, um, you know just making themselves seen and heard. But, um, you know, I mean, there's loads of loads of banners, you know, anti Levy, anti Enoch banners about. As you'd expect, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't think it was. T- I don't think it was that well organized. I don't think they'll, oh, you know, be offended by me by me necessarily saying that. But one thing I just want to stress, you know, if any of the leaders of the protesters are listening, is you know, just don't give up, and you've just really, really got to keep it going because the whole Enoch and Levy art discussion has been something that's been talked about for the last eight, nine years, and mm. there's only and it took that long to get the first protest. So the first protest ain't going to be perfect, but. It's got to, I think they've just got to mobilise themselves properly, whether it be through a website or a WhatsApp or a Telegram group and arrange things in, you, a, in a better way. But um, So go on. Do you, what, do, you, do you align yourselves with... The, the, the problem is, that I, was, I was about to ask you, ask you whether you aligned yourself with them, with, with what, what they wanted to happen at the club. Uh, and that's a difficult question to answer because it didn't seem like there was a definitive point that they were trying to make it was um it was like it, like is it about esl is it about them not spending money is it the fact that they sacked pochettino and brought in jose Mourinho? what that i i get there's a lot of anger and frustration around the club but what was the common cause cause that brought them there i'm not asking you to answer that to you obviously because that's that's something that may come out to be in the future and like you say uh, it's just the first step just a li- it's a litany of things really um probably you're not back in a succession of managers. I guess the demise of Mourinho has a small element of Levy not maybe not backing him to get that defender that he wanted. Um, two transfer windows of no signing, um, the highest season ticket prices in the country, um, Darude Sandstorm, which I think is a banger, but it made a banner, so <laughs> some people weren't happy about that. that. I what, what is that? I don't you, know, know. you know the music after we score? Yeah. Someone put that on the banner. As the, as the stuff that Levy's done, Levy's rap sheet. Yeah, but that, 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 this is, I, I, I get the humour in that, but but this is something the, the players ask for. I know, I know, but it's just it's a joke, isn't it? It's a joke. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think they do I mean, need to be more, they do need to be more clear about their aims and their actual targets. I'd say, but so this is the first, this is the first one, this is the first step, and you know they've just got to keep going. They've just got to try and, as I said, they've got, they've got to have a focal point, whether it be can't just be a hashtag on Twitter. It's got to be, whether it be a website or something, just to try and have a central focal point. And, you know, next time it'll be bigger and better. But I've got to big up all the people who are there. Um, as I said, there's been so much talk for, for all these years and now there's something kind of tangible. There's, there's a lot of talk about the privilege you know, in London or in general, we're, we're, you know, we're quite privileged. In terms, you know, there's no wars. Um, you know, we're all have fairly cushy jobs. We all, a lot of us probably earn above the national average. There's nothing to really be upset about. And I guess people see that as a stick to beat them with, you know, that you've got so much privilege. Why are you trying to protest for? But it's become some people's personalities on Twitter, to be fair, hating Levy. So the fact that there are protests, you know, hopefully they'll keep going and it'll mobilise and it'll grow into something. Well, that was that was one of the things that, and, and I agree, like just for the record, I feel like as I said previously, when we did a podcast with Billy, that that if if Spurs fans are, or, or even a segment of Spurs fans, not taking, you know, across the board, all Spurs fans, but if there are a segment of Spurs fans are unhappy with what's going on, then do something. That's always been like something that I've always been frustrated, like people moaning about Enoch and moaning about, a lack of signings or, or, or moaning about whatever it might be, you know, youth development, whatever it is, it's fine moaning about it, but you're not doing anything. 
And the people that turned up there on Saturday were doing something. Like whether I agree with them or not, I don't actually think currently that removing Enoch would be for the betterment of our football club. I think it would damage us over four or five years and probably beyond unless someone comes in with a, a with huge amounts of money and a gung-ho attitude, which is like asking for the fairy godmother to come along. So I, I, I kind of, I mean, I'm in that situation where I, I don't necessarily agree with the sentiment of the protest and that's, and the sentiment of the protests are quite nebulous. You don't quite know what, what they're protesting for, but I appreciate and support hundred percent their right to stand up against the regime at the football club and and um and and have their voice heard i do like, i'd rather them have that option and be able to do that without the ridicule of fellow fans which i found really uncomfortable yeah. um yeah really really uncomfortable like 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 as, as fellow fans like like there's one thing supporting levy and enig there's an, there's another thing um, ridiculing and chastising your fellow supporters for being unhappy, unhappy with the way the football, football club is run. There, it isn't a, a binary thing. It's not one's right and one's one's wrong. You just you have to respect if someone takes the time out of their life to go to somewhere else and stand up and say, "I'm not happy." Even if they do it the wrong way, even if they chant stuff that's going to alienate opinion, you have to look beyond that and look at what they're doing and thinking. Actually, no, they've turned up. They've turned up. They've gone to the stadium. They've, they've demonstrated and they've made their voice heard and whatever that means. And you have to respect that. Just sitting back and doing nothing and, and looking down your nose and being pious is pathetic, in my opinion. Anyway, um, Rick, what did you make of the, the protest? What, you know, what, what, what your position, what, what's your position currently? I think a lot of the, um, a lot of the air of people was that... Um, we've won one trophy in 20 years. And I, I think kind of, like uh, T said, there's loads of things that play into that. There's not providing uh, Mourinho with a defender that he wanted. Um, there is not, you know, for, for Potts, you had two seasons of, of not buying anyone. There's also people are rightfully like looking over at Leicester and you know they 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 sold Maguire and they got that money and reinvested it into their squad and bought uh, younger players and you know a ta- a young talent as well um and now they've they've won an FA Cup and I think it's uh, and, and they're on the cusp of Champions League and we're not doing either of those things so there's a lot of um hurt from obviously that we're normally the butt end of jokes about uh, trophies and stuff like that and for me, um, I kind of uh, agree with you in saying that if we removed Enoch, you know, th- there isn't anything, there isn't anything in place, or we know of the buyer that's going to come in and be gung ho and slap down uh, shitloads of money. But what I do feel, I do feel that um, maybe a director of football or, or something. Um, might help the situation, whether it's Levy saying to, to this director of football, right, you've got 100 mil, um, that, that's that's all you've got to go and find your players. And it's down to, down to that person to then say, actually, we do want to fuck 70 million of this on one defender and not have Levy trying to uh, lead the negotiations and stuff like that. Because I know it's only rumours and you can only go what people say and papers say and stuff like that. 
But for, like Bruno Fernandes is is a key one that he basically signed for Tottenham and we were fucking around with money. Another one, Jack Grealish. Uh, I, I had the chance that we, uh, you know, have the chance to sign Tielemans. There's loads of different players, but I just wish that we would have paid um, over over the value. If we paid five mil more just to get that transfer done and dusted, sorted, and not been back and forth with, with whatever, just if someone's given the money, somebody else not levy, and it's to, to kind of can go out and get the players that the manager wants and they all agree and they think will be the best uh, fit for the team, then that needs to happen, man. You can't, you know, just 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 let let the people with the most experience in football terms do what they need to do and let Levy concentrate on uh, the operational side and revenue streams and this, that and the other. I agree. Ricky, you've got Ricky, you, you hate La Celso and Lamello and they and they and there's extra money put on those two. Yeah, from from Bao and and the, the money we didn't spend on Fernandez to um to La Celso. And 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 well, that, that, I would people... say I would say the rec- the uh, recruitment strategy then I would say what's his name? Um who was in was who? Baldini. Was it Baldini? Baldini, Baldini for, for Lamella, yeah. But the thing is, is that people weren't out there protesting against... Uh, what, what, everything you've just said is stuff that can happen and should happen without the need to protest. And, and the fact that, that that stuff hasn't happened is, you know, in, in a way, need to, you know, a need to protest in the same, same instance. But people weren't out there protesting the fact that we don't have a um, director of football, were they? They were, they were protesting something There's much little- more seismic. And, and, and a little huge. More. They wanted Daniel Levy out. Yeah, no, yeah, but maybe this is an element to why they're so unhappy. But the, the, the people there, and, and there are a lot of people out there, just want Daniel Levy and Enoch away from the football club. It's one and of that, those. I mean, Billy said himself on here, on the pod that um, look, even if Levy and Enoch don't leave the club, if they're prepared to have, um, okay, they're not going to have a dialogue with me, <laughs> a bloke at a podcast, but even like that. But if Levy's prepared to like say, you know what? The approach didn't work, and as Ricky eloquently laid out, put the money in the hands of someone else, yeah, and let them do the decision and, and improve the recruitment all around, and the process has done its job. Because again, I think Leicester are going to be a recurring theme on this podcast. But get people like Madison, James, Justin, all these affordable players that we could have, and it just feels frustrating that our recruitment has seemed so muddled and. The um the legend of Levy kind of cast a large shadow over all that. I think the acquisition of Jose Mourinho cast a large shadow as well. Because that was that that was um, a gamble and it didn't work. Yeah, but a gamble I think most of us would have taken when he, Absolutely. When he took over. And and that's the thing is that if you'd have taken Brendan Rodgers, if he would have said, actually we're gonna go after Brendan Rodgers, I know he was a Leicester Leicester at the time. I think pretty sure he was. Um, Leicester Leicester City at the time. Or, or, or if he was available, if you, if all of us had to choose between one or two, um, Brendan Rodgers coming from Celtic, or Jose Mourinho, <laughs> guaranteed trophies everywhere we went, all of us would have said Jose Mourinho. So this previous period of seventeen months, where we've been buying players that aren't as good as Leicester's players that they've bought, like Madison, uh, Justin, um, you know, before in, in replacing. Um, Fucking hell, buying Ndidi to replace Kante. Okay. All, all, that, all those wonderful 
you know, scouting appointments, which Ricky pointed out in terms of our, our lack of ability to scout the correct appointments uh, or the correct correct players. But if you've got a manager like Jose Mourinho, you're just going to bank on him and see what he can do. When which, what what we probably should have done in hindsight, which is a beautiful thing, is get someone like Brendan Rodgers and just let him pick the players he wants and and and, and go forth. I guess what we're coming back to, and it all feels like we're circling back to this point, is that is Daniel Levy going to be able to bring in a director of football that he just lets go, that gives him a budget or a manager that he gives a budget and just goes, do what you want. And it seems, and I think that's what you, you, you know, what I picked up from your points there, Rick, was that maybe that's the biggest issue, that he's not going to be able to stand back as a chairman who doesn't, he understands business, but he can't understand football in the way that the managers he employs do does. You remember, you remember that thing where uh, that that little city, and it doesn't mean much, but from all or nothing, when he was, it was just after we beat Burnley five nil, and and um, Burnley, uh, sorry, uh, and Huminson scored that goal where he ran the length of the pitch, blinding goal, yeah. right? And uh, he sat down while while Mourinho was having his Weetabix or whatever it was, and he went. God, did you see that goal yesterday? He's like, that's that's the conversation you have with a bloke in at work who doesn't understand football, <laughs> weren't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's quite Brent-esque that was. Yeah, oh god, I said, god I love football. What a goal from Sonny! What are you talking about? <laughs> we all saw it. It's not like like I I if Rick, if me and you sat together every day at work, I would net the last thing that come out of my mouth as I sat down to you was see that goal that Sonny scored. <laughs> Are you? Of course, you saw the fucking goal. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, what, what, so what, what, what do you make of the the, the protests in, in terms of what will happen going forward? I know, T, you're you're hopeful that this is a step in forcing Spurs to be more responsible, and they've they've put out statements that might be aimed to appease, but you know this might be an element of fan action that can cause um, Tottenham Hotspur and the owners to behave in a more responsible way. Are you hopeful of, of, of more of, of more active and more um, sort of buoyant fan base when it comes to making changes in, in, in our club? I hope so. As what? I said, I just hope that they're not discouraged. Um, probably best not to try and you know, fight battles on, on social media when people are slagging them off because it's just it's just a waste of time you know um the nature of our support is never going to be fully united it's got to have faith in what you're doing and the support will build people will come the people will turn up at the protest if you keep it going and as i said the, the, the biggest takeaway for me is just to try and find a focal point and you know just have just have everything go through that but now i hope it's the first of many tottenham Oxford did play a game against wolverhampton wanderers this weekend yeah. Uh, the first question from Dave Dawson. He says, why does Mason hate Ndombele, Rick? Oh, mate, I don't know. I don't know what is... Does he hate him? I, I, I heard, like, the last few games he, he had a slight injury. I don't know whether it's just that he's he's got his tried and trusted and that and that's the way that he wants to play. I don't know. I don't... I You know... I, I don't know. I don't think he hates him, <laughs> but um, I just think that that is the way he wants the team to play. I think he wants the team uh, team selection to be consistent. I think under Mourinho, it was very chop and change. And for these last remaining games, keep it the same, 
everyone build up some momentum and, uh, and some kind of a, a bit of a relationship and connection and how they how everyone interacts with each other how they play with each other um and take it from there really but like a game like you know obviously like like we said in hindsight when we played against Leeds and Dunbelly would have been um a great player to have brought on a lot lot earlier um but that that didn't happen until the last 10 minutes you, and again against Wolves he, he was brought on last 10 minutes do you think that um in Dombele, like that Mason, Ryan Mason 29 years old walks into the room and and Dombele was like I don't respect him like he the just looked at him who the fuck is this guy? I've had to, I've already pied off Jose Mourinho. You think I'm going to respect you, Brian? And he only refers to him as Ryan. Um, <laughs> I, I just think that Mason thinks and 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 kind of has an idea about what the the what 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 we can put out and what gives us the best opportunity to win. And there will be other managers out there, and and there will be ways of playing this. Um, Tottenham Hotspur team that involves Ndombele but for Ryan Mason he had I don't know what was it six games towards the end of the season and I feel like he's prioritised a front line of Mason sorry of um, Bale, Kane, Son and Delhi. and yeah. if you have those front, li- front line and maybe be a little bit more pragmatic in midfield that he feels like this is his best opportunity to get the results he needs to leave the job with a, a elevated position than what he took it and if it means that Ndombele isn't playing, then for Ryan Mason, it's not the end of the world. As, as fans of our club, we, we, we realise how good Ndombele is. But maybe, you know, playing him right now and developing him right now isn't the, the, the forerunner, forerunner of what we want to achieve towards the end of the season. We all want to see him play, but Ryan Mason, in his three home games, he's, he's won convincingly pretty much over two and a half of those home games. So is he wrong to leave Ndombele out, T? Um, that's not best in the results, but when you're subbing on Harry Winks and Sissoko, to want to glass him, to be fair. Um, we, won out, we won the game. We won the game. We won the game and we weren't threatened after that happened. So he, no, um, as a manager, he did the right thing, surely. I've actually got some breaking news on the podcast. Shit! What have you read on Twitter right now? Harry Kane has told Tottenham he wants to leave this summer. Is, is, like, what's, what's the source? Yeah, what, what, what do you mean? Football Daily and they've announced it on Sky. Football Daily? Yeah, and they've they're basically, they've got Sky. They said it on, on Sky Live and Sky, Sky Sports. So if he, if he wants to leave, he needs to put in a transfer request. Yeah. That's the reality. So whether he's announced it through an interview that... that that's irrelevant. If he if he wants to leave the football club, he has to put in a transfer request, or he's not leaving. And and, and he's got three years left on his contract. He signed an, a ginormous um, deal that would be paying him sort of two hundred grand a week. And if he wants to leave, then um, then uh, he has to put in a transfer request, which isn't going to be granted. So he's just got to suck it up. I'm not sure where we yeah, go. No going afford them from there, T. I'm not sure where we go from there. We've got still a whole pod- <laughs> podcast and talking about. I want to hear the words come out of his mouth. Let, 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 what, where where is Same. this? Is, is this uh, is this on Twitter? Is it? That's on social media. So is there a? Where, how do we find this? I need to see it right now. <laughs> it's just go on WhatsApp. It's there. Is it a direct quote? 
not a direct, it's not a direct quote. Breaking. Hurricane has told he wants to leave, so it's just, it's just. Uh, right, we'll see. We'll see what it is. Uh, we'll just carry on with the pod, shall we? Um, uh, trophyless. Well, I don't know what the fucking his name is. Uh, which Spurs would you mind least getting caught kissing your daughter? Sorry, uh, Deli Ali has already taken by Miss Guardiola. Fuck that. Um, what? So what? What? What do we do? Should, if this is true that Harry Kane uh, wants out, if it, if it is true, what? How do we rebound from this point? Get a decent director of football and buy a decent replacement. <laughs> I was about to say, get a director of football and spend the money wisely. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, we're not going to replace them like like for like, gold for gold, but. You can spread the gold around the team if you buy buy wisely. Um, you've said yourself on the pod, Flav, he was not going to be at Tottenham for his entire career. So this moment was always going to come. Yeah, not in the Whether middle of not... a fucking podcast. <laughs> As we record, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, I, would... we had to I was going to hold off saying that, but I had to. Man, it's just not fucking... This has been hard enough this fucking season. Like, it's been... Like fuck, it's like, been horrible. Why, why drop drop that news at this point? Like, what? Why? Why? Like, if 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 it is true, like, why? Like, go out to a media outlet and, and do that. Like, if 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 genuinely that's what he's done, like, I'm, I'm like like gen like genuinely fucked off with him. You we don't know, do we? We don't you're know. You're right with it. Yeah. No, obviously, I'm a. Uh... I um, I'm not going to believe it's true, really. I'm just going to believe it's just yet another fucking soundbite that they have twisted, distorted, put spin on it, done whatever, um, and they're running it as news because he said something and he's been misquoted or, or whatever. Um, I won't believe it until um, it actually happens. And the fact that, like you said, he's got three years on his contract, I very much doubt Levy's going to sell him to um, an, an English club unless they pay uh, an incredible amount of money, and if they do, um, and then all parties are happy, then then so be it. If he wants to go, then he wants to go. There's no point in keeping a player around that um, that's unhappy. But um, you know, this summer we're going to have to find uh, a manager to take us forward, and uh, it would be without Harry Kane. But um, to be honest, I'm not even going to entertain it at the moment. I'm just going to treat it as um, trash talk as usual. I can't believe I, I, I wouldn't. I'd be amazed if like Football Daily got the interview and broke. So I, 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 I um, I do some work with Sky, um, just some YouTube channel that, that they've got, and they talked about an interview that Harry Kane did with uh, Gary Neville. And it's going to be released on the twenty sixth, and they were really guarded about what 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 was what was to come out of it. But I think what I garnered from it was that they they were saying that it would that it would be uncomfortable news for Tottenham fans, but it was ultimately about him talking to Daniel Levy. I can't see a world where it would benefit Harry Kane for him to come out and do this. Like if if it is true, I can't. It's it, or maybe maybe you look through the. You know the recent performances. It's not he's not looked happy, has he? T can never really tell with him whether he looks happy. I don't like that whole body language stick, you know, because doesn't really mean anything. I just kind of wish I got a ticket for the Villa game now. Um, but 
um, if he has done, if he has actually done this two games before the season's over, then it is it is poor form. But it does seem out of character for him to to do that. Um, I think the frustration of losing another cup final got to him, but at the same time, he's not scored any goals in those cup finals, and you know, got to kind of play his part in winning us trophies too. You know, I'd be devastated if and when he does go. What uh, what did you make of the the Villa game then? How how we performed? Like, I was a little bit anxious, like during it. I was just hoping that we scored because obviously the most important thing is finishing above Arsenal. Um, and you know, winning that game was all important because if we win that and we beat Villa on Wednesday, then uh, you're in a, in a really good situation. Like they can't catch us basically. But uh, did you have any trepidation during the game, Rick? <laughs> yeah, mate, of course. That's all I'm thinking about at the moment. Just finish above those fucks. Um, that is... Do you know what, as well, like, there's... Uh, um, apart from the game, there's there's been this a lot of chat between uh, Gooners and Spurs fans of saying, you know, if we finish above them, no one really comes out of this smelling of roses. We've both had a shit season. We've both... Da, 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 da. Fuck you, mate. We've finished above you. I am taking that. That is that is the most best bit that's come out of this stinking season. So if we do finish above them, then I'm going to lord it up over them. I don't give a shit. So I just wanted to get that out there. If, if there's anyone out there saying, oh, we've both had a shit season, don't, don't, don't do anything. No, fuck that. Go at them. Go at their throats. Don't care. Right, back to the Wolves game. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, it, it was just we we started really well, you know. I thought um, normally where I'm a bit nervous where we were passing it around um, in defence and around the back, we looked self-assured, we were comfortable, uh, we were moving the ball really quickly um, and we didn't, I mean, it didn't feel like Wolves were putting us under pressure. We had uh, we had a bit of time and then I think fairly um, early doors was it, I think it was Lacelso. Uh, was he won the ball high up, uh, high up the pitch, put it to Hoybier, uh, he put it to Kane, and Kane had that shot and it hit the post from quite far out. And from then on, I was like, oh, winning the ball up, uh, you know, high, um, and we managed to quickly on that turn and get a shot away, hit the post, looking good. And then for about half hour, we were all over them. They couldn't get out their half and we were having chances and we, we just looked like we were in the mood. So I was pretty positive that we were, that we would win. And then obviously as it's coming towards the first uh, end of the first half, um, I think there may have been uh, uh, another chance. I don't I can't remember if the, um, if the cane header that was cleared off the line um, and then Gio followed it up. That was cleared off the line again. I can't remember if that was the first half. But anyway, um, and then Kane scored right on the you know final whistle of the first half. And that kind of getting it at that time, just before, just just uh, just after the whistle, um, it just made me feel like it just made me feel that I was we were we were safe because we were playing so well. And then we got that goal that we desperately needed. And I, I just knew the second half we would kick on, and and we certainly did. Yeah, we did. It's almost pointless talking about this because I'm looking on on Twitter, and <laughs> it's all over the place. It's on Sky. It's everywhere. Uh, just close it down. Don't look at it. Can't fucking people will be listening to this podcast tomorrow? <laughs> They're not gonna. They won't give a shit about Wolves. No, Wolves doesn't matter right now, does it? 
No, not really. De- Delhi had a good game. <laughs> he did. He could have placed Kane's goals. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, we, we yeah. need to do big business. Like, how how does like if if this is true, and it, I just don't, I can't see, I can't see a place where. I don't know how, like, what club will be able to buy Harry Kane? He's got three years left on his contract. What would it cost to buy him? Like, if, if Man City came in, and there is, I know fair, financial fair play gets a lot of stick, but it still exists. Like, clubs still have to pay attention to it, and Man City have already had a fine, so they can't fall foul again. Daniel Levy's not going to want to let him go. So how, how, who, who's out there that can buy him without falling foul? Financial fair play, and how much would it cost him to? Cost I don't him? know. I mean, one of the rumors I saw was that he had a conversation with Pochettino, so SG could be one. Okay, how much would it cost Salah as well? How much? Probably a minimum of one fifty. So how can they do that? So, Unless they're selling players, they co- it just seems mad. Probably give us a mishmash of shitty players like they've done in the past. Um, I don't know what that does for Levy if he. If Kane goes, I mean, he's, he's not all, really, it's not really all his fault. No. Not all his fault, but it would not go well for him. Can you understand all. Harry Kane's position, Rick? Yeah, of course I can, man. I mean, he he arguably, for me, has been the best striker for uh, for God knows how long. And I, I know there's like a lot of people that, you know, tout different players and stuff like that. But Kane is that talisman is that that number nine he is just like i mean when he picked up the ball against Wolves and he was that far out as soon as he turned and he hit you just knew it was gonna get it was like gonna be on target it was gonna be in and it like hit, hit the post he's just so good and for a player like kane that we know that for for many years he has picked that he's picked the team up by the scruff of the neck and, and just got us over the line like bale used to do and i think you get to a point where it's like is is this it? You know, is this is this what it's going to be for the rest of my playing career? Because I don't want it to be like this. I don't want it to, to always have to rely on me. I want there to be um, other leaders on the pitch. I don't want everyone to be, you know, all eyes on me. And and even though he does get the goals and he's got a, a great haul this season, where are we? You know, we're, we're sixth. Uh, we're nowhere near winning... Um, any any trophies? I mean, I know, yeah, we're in the cup final, but we were played off the park, man. And you must feel that. Um, I know there's this, you know, there's there's something within all of us because we're all Spurs fans, and to win it at a club that you support and stuff like that. But their career their career span is you know is short, and he's like, what is he, twenty seven, twenty eight? Uh, this is going to be if if he signs for someone now. This is going to be this is going to be his last club, really. I'm not. Uh, I'm not, he's I'm not ready to be philosophical just yet. Just no, not... no, I, I know, but I mean, this this is for him. It's his it's his last throw of the dice, really. If he yeah, wants but, to but get it, a, what, a what, what, so, so he comes out and 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 has made this statement through secondary sources. If it's correct, um, a fucking f- two days before fans are going to be in the stadium and watching him play. Hey, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't agree. Li- li- I obviously do it on, don't agree do it, on, this, do it on fucking Thursday. I don't like, agree that this is the, this is obviously the best uh, route to go. But I think it's, um, I think it was you that was saying that. Um, who was it that you you did an interview of a football agent or someone that works in football? 
um, and said that, you know, if you think that uh, players have any loyalty, you're sadly mistaken. Like, everyone has their price. And people will do anything and be advised by their agents of the best route to go, uh, how it's leaked, when it's leaked, blah, blah, blah. Get the ball rolling. You're going off to the Euros at the end of what, you know, whatever it is. And it doesn't matter when it gets released. It doesn't matter. You know, if it's the end of the season, we've played all our games and then Harry Kane comes out and says it, it's still going to break our hearts. And I, I, like, know, there isn't a perfect time to, there isn't no perfect time to, to release this news, I mean, is there? there well, I mean, no, you know, there's, not a, there's not a perfect time. Obviously, anytime it comes out, it's going to be horrible to hear. But given the fact that there hasn't been a single fan in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium for fucking a year, that to, to drop this two days before it, it's a dickhead move, in my opinion. Like, fucking, just use your, you're a great footballer, but just fucking take a step back for a second. Just to, don't shit on us for just, oh, fucking, I'm being emotional. I don't, <laughs> I'm being emotional. <laughs> I, I just, maybe it I'm, got leaked, though. Maybe it got leaked. Maybe it didn't well, for it to come out. <sighs> yeah, you're right, because this shit could take time, doesn't it? I mean, look, I'm sorry. I, I have to be philosophical, otherwise, I'd have probably just logged off by now. I know. I know. It's just, I know. Um, it was inevitable, and the timing is pretty bad, you know, because, you know, that as for loyalty in football, Kane played for us for the rest of his career and scored two goals a season. We fucking ate him. So, the loyalty is only as good as his, as his performances are. So, and they're always really good. It's just, yeah. um, it's just a bit soul soul destroying that all the best players in the world play for five teams. You know, there's no spread. You know, I mean, Malatissia is is a bell end, but stories like that aren't really going to happen now. I mean, I guess you got Vardy. But day and age, if you're if you're that good as Kane is, you're going to end up at one of the big dogs. And you know, this season has just been fucking horrible. And the only thing we've got going for us is that we're above Arsenal. Leicester in the FA Cup kind of reignited what could have been for us. And Le- Levy's got a, we, a lot of work to do, isn't he? Yeah, yes. and if this if this is remotely true, and you know we've had this situation before with Modric, who you know he put in didn't put in a transfer request, but sort of made it clear that he wanted to go, and he played another year and played really well. Um, I think in terms of where Tottenham are and where we have Harry Kane under contract for three years, it'd be he would have to come out and kick his heels and, and say, I, I, you need to let me go, which given the fact that he said he wants to play till he's 40, it means that he doesn't have to do that right now. If we can give him, convince him to stay for another year, which I'm sure we would already have done, you know, because he wouldn't be coming out of this if it, if it was the fact, um, you know, he has a lot of the work to do, Levy. He's got, if, if we lose Harry Kane this year, and we have Ryan Mason taking us towards the end of the season. He's not only got to replace Harry Kane, which is, as we said, it's impossible to replace him man for man, but getting a manager in who has an idea that can usurp what Harry Kane does individually on the pitch and just have a system that gets us to a place where Leicester are, where Leicester are, where they've won an FA Cup, where they've won a league previously, that, um, you know, it, that perhaps that's an opportunity for don't leave you to prove who he who who he is and what he wants from for Spurs because if if we lose Harry Kane don't get the right manager and don't make a good start next season forget protests it's going to be in the fucking stadium it'll be horrendous for him it'll be continuous Spurs, Spurs. sorry Spurs and Spurs violence 
Yeah, I mean, I don't even think they were black. Spurs and Spurs violence requires one person to feel one way and another person to feel the other way, and then there's Spurs in the middle. In this instance, I'm not sure how how many people could back Daniel Levy if he's lost. Uh, he hasn't backed managers, and you know we built a stadium and all that stuff, but it's easily forgotten and quickly forgotten. If he loses Harry Kane, he's got so much work to do. I'm so naive, right? I'm like, I you, you hear rumours of uh, like Sonny going to sign a contract extension, and it's already done, and they don't want to come out of it because of you know, what's been happening in the world and that amount of money and all that stuff. Um, but in my mind, I'm like, yes, yeah, Sonny's like, Harry, are you uh, you going to stay here? He's like, yeah, yeah, go on. Oh, yeah, I'll sign the contract as well then. And like, they've, they, they've had a catch up that, you know, Sonny's going to, Sonny signed because he knows Kane's staying. Um, but like, no, maybe not. The thing that, like, I'm looking on Twitter, like people, like, like Man United fans coming out going, oh yeah, let's sign Kane. Like they, they 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 stumbled and bumbled their way to not signing Sancho. So what makes Man United fan thinks that they're going to come out of the traps? Glazer's going to come out of the traps and sign, spend 150 million pounds on Harry Kane when they've got Cavani just there. Like the only team out there, there's a, certainly in England, there's two teams I think, and what one would be horrendous, it'd be Chelsea, or or Man City. Chelsea. What? Why? Because he's got some morals and dignity. No, nah, Levy, Levy wouldn't send him to Chelsea. No way. Okay, so it's Manchester City. Yeah, City, City or United. United or, or PSG or one of the one of the Spain giants. Not Liverpool. <laughs> get I a bailout de- from the government. I could Spain. deal with him going abroad, like sign, playing for another team against Spurs and like, fuck that, man. I, I know how much he's done for us, but I couldn't stomach that. I won't be one of these people clapping him on his return to White Hart Lane if he does leave. No chance. Not a, not a, not a single moment in hell would I do that. Would you? Would you boo him? No, obviously not. <laughs> would you, would you throw, throw, throw a little burger in his direction? No, it's not. It's not. It ain't that. It's not hot that. Uh, pie? Oh, really? Really hot pie. No, because that's vicious. Like I don't, I, I don't I understand where he's coming from. I understand why why he'd want to leave. Like I understand that he's an individual, like, and he's given us so much. Like he's 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 been the best striker we've ever seen, all of us with our own eyes at Wire Lane, and probably if you look at the amount of minutes you've seen any strikers, the best, very best. And he's given it all, and he's continued in this season where it's been so shit to be the best striker in the land and he's top of the scoring charts as we stand so obviously grateful for everything he's done but the minute he leaves I'm like yeah fuck that I'm not I'm not being philosophical now I don't, know, I don't know anyway this has been like a an immediate reaction to horrible news and T you're right to bring it up just wasn't ready for it it's all sorry no you're right you're right you're right to do it <laughs> I don't, I, I've got nothing else to say let's just see not like I'm set Flav you haven't upset me. Harry Kane's upset me. And Daniel Levy's upset me. You think the irie on uh, twi- Tottenham Twitter is, is, has been bad? Fucking, I'm, I'm out of it. I'm out of Twitter. I'm not going on there. I'm not going on nowhere. I'm reading all this shit. There's been 35,000 tweets uh, <laughs> since the news broke 10 minutes ago. Anyway, boys, I think that would do. Um, uh, Ricky, T, love you both. Me too. And yeah, uh, speak too, there. Um... Bye. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. 
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.